0: how can french climate policy be impacted by the upcoming presidential contest and what's trump's former epa chief up to now hey y'all welcome to the climate recap from the Sphere climate corner your go-to place for international and u.s-based climate news i'm becky hoag a science writer today is tuesday april 19th let's jump right into the news you need to start your day The main contest between French President Emmanuel Macron and the presidential candidate Marine Le Pen is next week, and the results impact the country's climate priorities. Le Pen is pro-hydrogen and pro-nuclear, but anti-wind. Like, she wants to scrap existing solar and wind farms, saying that it will save the government money. Macron is pro-nuclear, but he supports more energy diversification. Meanwhile, former President Donald Trump's EPA chief, Scott Pruitt, filed to run for Senate in Oklahoma. During his time in office, he stripped numerous Obama-era climate policies, so needless to say, he would not be a vote for the climate if elected. Continuing in the U.S., a new study by UC Berkeley and Columbia University shows that Black and Latino communities are more likely than other communities to have oil drilling near them and the resulting pollution. This is due to redlining, a racist practice that claimed minority groups' financial risks. Black and Latino communities have twice the number of oil drilling wells near them as white communities. Another study released last month found that 45 million Americans breathe dirtier air due to redlining. Today, black people are four times as likely to die from exposure to pollution than white people. Because it's actually a pretty light day in climate news today, I've got some less-than-fun chemical factoids for you all in the U.S. A new study by the Environment Working Group has found that 99% of chemicals added to foods since the year 2000 have been approved by the chemical and food industry, not federal regulators from the Food and Drug Administration. This is because of a little-known loophole known as GRAS, or G-R-A-S, that allows chemicals that are generally recognized as safe by their manufacturers to avoid FDA oversight. When the law was written, lawmakers originally thought of things like sugar and vinegar. But all but 10 food chemicals added since 2000 were done through gross, suggesting a leak in the system. Meanwhile, new Environmental Protection Agency data shows that while pesticide registrations have more than doubled, the number of employees overseeing the process has dropped by a quarter. In 2004, Congress passed a new law to speed up the process of registering pesticides, but that has caused a backlog in the process that looks at whether the chemicals violate the Endangered Species Act. And that was your climate news for Tuesday, April 19th. I know, not too much today. If you like the work I do, please follow this podcast, give it a five-star rating, leave a review, and consider checking out the Beckosphere Climate Corner YouTube channel. Remember to talk about the climate crisis every single day and to support your local news organizations. Bye for now.